0: Hello everybody, welcome to Binge on Self-Love, a weekly podcast where we discuss everything about binge eating, procrastination, recovery, self-love and self-acceptance. I'm your host Anna, but you can call me Anchi. Make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self-Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts at. For more content on self-love and self-acceptance, visit bingeonselflove.com and follow me on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Disclaimer, Binge on Self Love podcast is intended for information purposes only. It doesn't provide a professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for diagnosis or treatment. Hi everybody, it's Anchi here. I hope you are doing well. Thank you so much for listening to Binge and self podcast. It means so much to me. Um, This week's episode is going to be a little more personal in terms that I have this idea in my head on binge eating and procrastination being forms of self-sabotage. I think self-sabotage is relevant to everybody. We've all been through it at some point, Uh, so the idea of sabotaging our own happiness and success and health is something I want to focus on in this podcast. From my experience, the fear of change and being resistant to change played a huge role in sabotaging myself and my efforts, not just in the sense of eating disorder recovery, uh, but in life in general. I'm someone who's not exactly excited about changes, oftentimes I find any kind of change, whether it's positive one or negative one, hard to deal with. And I think that recovery or binge eating recovery is a perfect example of how strong the fear of change and uncertainty can be, and how we often truly are our worst enemy And we often sabotage our own success and our own happiness please take all i say with a grain of salt it is just my experience my story my point of view and my story is completely different from yours and that's completely fine so whatever worked for me may or may not work for you and vice versa so let's get into the episode so first i would like to start with the idea of self-sabotage As I've said, I think it's so relevant and relatable to everybody, especially in today's society. Self-sabotage comes in many different forms and it projects in different areas of our lives. From my perspective, I see both binge eating and procrastination being forms of self-sabotage and I have been sabotaging myself these ways through binge eating and procrastination for years. Um, And this podcast does, in some way, reflect the emotions and situations I'm going through at the moment. And I want to be honest, and self-sabotage is something that I've been doing pretty much my whole life, and it is still an active battle I leave myself. And although I'm doing much better than I used to, I'm not going to say, like, I have it all figured out and I'm doing just perfectly fine and that I don't sabotage myself anymore, because that, would be, that wouldn't be true. Um, the main question here is why do we sabotage ourselves? When you think about it, it's the least rational and least logical thing we should do. We should be our own biggest fans, we should be our own supporters and cheer for ourselves yet we are often our own enemies and we take ourselves down and we are mean and evil to ourselves and i'm speaking from my experience here but a lot of the times i feel like i don't deserve to succeed in whatever i'm trying to do whatever i'm trying to accomplish and a lot of the times i don't think i deserve to be happy the reason why we sabotage ourselves is obviously going to be different for everybody But one of the common reasons, in my opinion, is the fear of change. We are resistant to change something. Whether it's changing our eating habits in terms of recovery, whether it's quitting a job that doesn't fulfill us anymore, or whether it's applying to a school of your dreams, whatever it is. Facing the change means facing a hell lot of unknown and a lot of scary things. Throughout the years of self-sabotage, I kind of noticed some patterns in my behavior. For example, there's something I really want to start doing, like start a podcast. I love the idea. I'm all excited about it. Like, I mean, who doesn't want to create their own podcast, right? So I'm so happy and excited about it to share my point of view, get a feedback from you. And I envision all the amazing things and I really enjoy the idea. But... Once I get into the real work, like doing the research and figure out, figuring out the topics and the music and the platforms and the editing and everything, I get terrified. I mean, I've never done a freaking podcast. How the hell do I know what to do? And as I dug deeper and deeper, I realized how little I actually know and how much time and effort I need to put into it. So I basically convince myself in advance that I'm just dumb and stupid and this is a terrible idea and that's too scary and I should just stick to what I know. So I give up and I go binge eat instead or I procrastinate and postpone the idea of doing podcasts by maybe watching YouTube or Netflix or just anything to avoid the uncomfortable feelings that starting something new would bring me. As I said, I've never been a huge fan of changes, I like my rituals and that's also one of the many reasons why I think I clung to food. It's always been my certainty, it's always been there, I always knew what to expect from food and to me, binging has always been connected with feelings of relief and false satisfaction. Um, When doing the research for this episode, I've gone through a few articles to find out what makes us humans so resistant to change. And the top three reasons that stood out for me and that were repeated in several of those articles are Number one, the fear of the unknown plus facing the future with no reward. Uh, When we're facing something unknown, it's scary and overwhelming. It doesn't apply only to an eating disorder recovery. It applies to all aspects of our lives. For example, when you're facing a decision to stay at your current job where you feel like you don't fully use up your potential or taking the risk and starting your own business. That's a huge scary change that brings a lot of unknown and a lot of uncertainty and very possibly no paychecks for a very long time. And any change you decide to undergo will bring a lot of uncertainty and There's usually no clear and visible reward ahead of you. The reason number two is feeling discomfort Although we all heard that you cannot expect a different outcome by doing the same thing and And that the old ways won't open new doors and stuff like that persisting in our old habits gives us kind of the comfort that we need When we're feeling sad or mad or angry, frustrated, when things don't go according to plan, we search for ways that will make us feel good again. And again, this is different for everyone, for me, and I believe for many of you who are listening to this podcast, it has been food. And the idea of giving up on binge eating is super scary because it brings a lot of uncomfortable feelings. What are we going to do to feel the same feeling of comfort when we need it? Uh, so to give you just one of the recent examples of mine, I really hate editing my articles and the notes for the podcast. Because the more I go through it, the more I feel like I have nothing to say. And that I should just start from a scratch. And although I know that I'll be happy when the episode is done and released and that I'll get better and better with each episode, I do procrastinate a lot on the editing part because I just hate it and I do search for ways to make me comfortable again, like food or procrastination or just avoidance in general. And I do search for ways to make me feel comfortable again, like food. procrastination or just avoidance in general because the whole podcasting journey is just so out of my comfort zone. And the third reason why people are hesitant to change that I like to pinpoint is the lust of control. For me, binge eating was about losing control over my eating habits by gaining the control over my emotions. When I binged, I didn't feel anything. I didn't care about anything. Nothing else existed. It was just me, at the moment, enjoying all the food. And paradoxically, once the binge eating was over, I was desperately trying to regain the control over food by restricting myself, by dieting, by working out, and trying all those nonsensical things that obviously never helped me to gain the control back. So these were the three reasons that really stood out for me, there are obviously many other reasons why we as humans are so hesitant to change, but I just found these three reasons to be super relevant to binge eating and binge eating recovery. Now I would like to follow up on the fear and resistance to change and talk about procrastinating on change. To admit that you have a problem, that you are a binge eater is obviously a huge step. very very important step because you're finally facing your problems and not hiding it not running away from it but equally important step is actually starting the recovery journey what may happen once you admit to yourself that you have problem with binge eating and what happened to me is that in my head I was all set and ready to start dealing with binge eating Uh, the problem was I was not ready today I mean I don't feel ready now, so I postpone it till tomorrow and even better to start with a clean slate to start fresh and ready. I would postpone to Monday next week or the first of the next month or January each and every year. Now, what we're doing is we're postponing and procrastinating on beginning the recovery journey. We just don't really feel like starting now. Which is the hardest part to start to start and to start right now, because if you don't start now, then when? The first years into binge eating, I couldn't really even imagine something like recovery. I honestly believe that in order to start recovery, there must be some kind of miracle or just like a huge something, some sort of awakening maybe. Uh, which it may, but it's not necessary to start dealing with your problems. Because, in the end, it's always up to you, not on anybody else to start. And when I realized that the recovery will start when I will, it was both liberating and terrifying. Liberating because it gave me some sort of relief and assurance that I can truly get better and that it's all in my hands. But at the same time, it was extremely petrifying because I suddenly felt all the responsibility for myself and for my behavior. And I was like, F, it's up to me now, like, what am I gonna do? When I finally reached the point where I was like, this isn't Anna, we really need to get this shit going and get better, I felt just so scared. All I could focus on was the fear of the unknown, like, I mean, what am I gonna do without food? What if I feel miserable or anxious? What if I have panic attack? What am I going to turn to? And what I did is that I postponed my recovery to another day and another day and another day. And before I knew it, it was another month, another season, another year. I remember vividly that sometime around March or April each year, I made a plan that I'm going to stop binge eating forever, I'm going to start exercising, I'm going to get into the best shape of my life and become the best version of myself. And the saddest part is that I told myself the same exact thing for like four or five years in a row and I never succeeded. And with each passing year, I was more and more anxious and depressed and frustrated because I realized that I'm just postponing my recovery, and I'm literally postponing my life. The years are passing by and I'm still stuck in the same binge-restrict bubble. And for what? For like food? And it was a really hard pill to swallow. I think that being resistant to change is completely normal it's not easy to give up on something that's been part of your life for so long neither is easy to accept something new in your life like right away Uh, on this i highly recommend reading a book by dr spencer johnson called who moved my cheese i leave a link to the book in the show notes so make sure to check it out it's all The book is all about being resistant to change and not accepting the idea that everything around us, including our lives, people around us, including ourselves, that everything is constantly changing and change is something you don't have a control over, but the only thing you can control is your reaction towards the change. And Dr. Johnson actually describes it in a very fun way and he explains why accepting and adapting to change is vital and necessary for us in every aspect of our life and i highly recommend it to you it's super interesting i even say like eye-opening in some ways and it's super short to read and why i think we fear the change speaking of recovery i face and facing the problems that we have is that we're scared to give up on what we know Although it may not be the best, it may not be what we want. And it's not necessarily something what makes us like really happy. But we're scared because we're facing something that's unknown. So we keep fighting against change. We try to avoid it at any cost. And we practically continue sabotaging ourselves and sabotaging any effort we make. My recovery journey definitely has not been like sailing across a smooth sea. It's really been more like a very bumpy road. And the thing is that whenever I was actually doing a progress, or when I was feeling or starting to feel happy in my life again, when I reached some milestone that I set up for myself, I would almost automatically revert back and do the exact opposite of what I was supposed to do or what anybody else who's striving for some goal would do, and I would sabotage myself, all my effort. Uh, It was almost like I did it on purpose, I'm not sure why, but for example, when I went a few days without binge eating. And i was starting to feel like a little bit happy and maybe proud of myself and of my little progress my mind would be like hey you're doing too well let's screw this up for you and binge Uh, and i also wanted to say that oftentimes what i did was that i would search for different articles and youtube videos on recovery and how to stop binge eating and i would listen to different podcasts and search for different tips, read some self-help books or whatever. I would write down my goals and plan the milestones I want to reach at a certain point throughout the recovery journey. I would like do major decluttering of all junk food and unhealthy food that I have in the kitchen. And I would literally rush to the store and spend all my money on buying like fruit and vegetable and as healthy groceries as possible. And all of that stuff made me feel like... I'm already doing something, like I'm already putting in the work, and it made me feel like I'm doing the progress. But in reality, all I was doing was literally just beating around the bush and doing all the, I don't wanna say unnecessary things, because I realize these things can help. But if it's the only thing you do, it still won't really get you anywhere unless you really put in the work and at this point in my life I was very well aware that I have a problem with binge eating and that it's something that's hurting me and that's affecting my life and it's something that I don't want to deal with forever and I would say that on the surface I was very open to the idea of recovery and I would say to myself like if only I knew how to stop this I wish there was some therapist that could help me and stuff like that and I knew I needed to address this issue but inside I actually like I don't say I don't want to say liked but maybe like enjoyed how the food made me feel and I wasn't ready to give up on it and I did realize that my overeating isn't going to solve my problems. I knew that I can use it as uh, like a coping mechanism forever and I didn't know that I have to face the reality one day or another but looking at it now I can clear clearly see that although I knew I had a problem I didn't want to solve it and I didn't want to give up on the idea of binge eating for a very very long time and because when I when I was bingeing. It was all about me. I felt like this fake feeling of joy from probably from all the sugar for a very short period of time of course as the joy was replaced by guilt and stomach pain very very quickly. But with binge eating I could postpone everything, the deadlines, the worries, the fighting, anything that the, that bothered me a little further further away for my future self to deal with. And what I'm trying to say with this is that I didn't feel ready to give up on binge eating right away. And I needed some time to play with the idea of recovery. And it was only when the negative outcomes started outweigh the positives for me, which was obviously the comfort and the feeling of security. The breaking point for me were both health reasons where, where binge eating got to a point where I was having such a, such a terrible stomach pains for like days and I was throwing up unintentionally from all the food I ate and also my state of mind at the time where I was so unhappy and depressed that I knew if I won't do something now everything that's left for my life will literally fall apart like my school, my relationship, my work, everything. Uh, and I must say that the further and further I was in the recovery, the more I focused on the positive things. Like you have no idea like how great it felt to fall asleep and wake up without your stomach constantly hurting and being bloated like a hot air balloon. Finally, I was going to bed and i was feeling like comfortable and i wake up and i was like hungry and excited for breakfast and it i finally it felt so good to finally break the cycle like what i spoke about in the previous episode the cycle where you just like food is in your mind am i going to binge then i binge then i feel regret then i like try to make up for it and then i do it again and all that stuff, and like finally you break free from it, even for like a little while, it is so freeing and so helpful. Please don't give up on the recovery, it's going to be worth it eventually, and when you notice the patterns that you are sabotaging yourself, try to really focus on what's what's the point behind it, why you are trying to do it. In my case, it's always been the fear. I was, I'm was i so afraid of something new, of something uncomfortable, something out of my comfort zone. And it's also for me like not having control over things. That's really scary for me. So try to figure out what's that for you that makes you feel so scared. So what I really like to leave you with for this episode is the idea that change is never easy, recovery isn't easy any change whether it's in your personal life, professional life, relationships or eating disorder recovery it's it will inevitably bring a lot of new emotions and recovery is hardly ever a straight road toward the milestone or the end goal but it's definitely worth it. So that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoy the episode and that you find at least some of those things helpful or that it maybe made you think about some things differently or you're like really yeah i think i'm on the right way and that's all that matters i really loved sharing this with you and i hope that we'll get this conversation started and more and more people will talk about these problems because it's really important to speak about this. Um, please remember that this is just my experience and that your experience may be completely different and it's perfectly fine. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self Love on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit benchonselflove.com for more content on binge eating, procrastination and self love. And make sure to follow me on Instagram at bingeonselflove. So see you next time. Bye.